Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host Otis, and this is episode 11 of this awesome show. And I am joined today, always, by Katie. Hi. And our special guest, Alexis. Hello. So, uh, Alexis, that name, she's on tons of episodes, the 20 minutes, and stuff like that. So, she's always around. But we finally got her to sit down and. <laughs> I don't think you're, you're the biggest horror movie person. And I, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to be because I think that they're an interesting genre. Yes. But it's not necessarily something I got into as a kid. And as we'll find out, I watched this movie as a kid and yeah. got scared out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. That has a lot to do with a lot of people's, like, <laughs> I don't like horror films mm-hmm. is because they watched some dumb sh- Their parents were like, yeah, you're old enough to watch this. You'll be fine. And then... Yeah. They were traumatized for weeks and weeks and weeks, and they're like, all right, well, mm-hmm. guess I'm never watching a horror film again. Yeah. Like, I, I still can't look in mirrors with, like, lights off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Like, it's... me, I was really into horror films until I was in college, and Saw 2 came out. Um, it might have come out before I was in college, but it was in our cheap theater when I was in college, mm. in our $3 theater, and I went with... Uh, a couple of friends of mine, and it just scared the shit out of me because it was too realistic, and I don't like things that are too yeah. realistic. Like, like Jason, Freddy, whatever, zombie killers, that doesn't fucking bug me, but give me some shit that could happen in real life, like a psycho person that's kidnapping people and then playing games with them. That's horrific and terrified me, and I just mm-hmm. stopped watching scary movies from that point oh, on. Man. Like... I watched maybe two or three horror films from, like, the year that that movie came out until you started this podcast. <laughs> like, there's very few scary movies that I was like, yeah, let's fucking watch it. Because Saw 2 did a number on me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think I barely saw Saw 1. Saw 1 was dumb, honestly. Well, like yeah. the, I, I like it. But yeah, I mean, I haven't watched they, it they in get a really... I later. haven't watched Saw 1 in a really long time, but I remember coming out of it being bored. Okay. And yeah. was, like, waiting for, like, the shoe to drop, and then at the end of the first one, you know, the thing happens with the saw, and I was like, eh, okay. It's a slow I guess. Build. It was so slow. Mm-hmm. But then the second one is just heat the whole time, and I was like, fuck, this is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But no, so Alexis actually got to pick the movie she wanted to do, and we went with the Amityville Horror. Oh, the one with Ryan Reynolds? No, the original one, the 1979 version, Mm -hmm. which I actually haven't seen. I know um, my mom has seen that one, because I remember seeing the hair of uh, James Brolin, the, the dad in this. I've seen pieces of this movie, and I didn't realize there were so many jokes and nods to other things like when the priest is trying to bless the mm-hmm. the room uh in scary movie 2 at the beginning um. James Woods trying to bless well it looks like he's trying to bless the room but he's pooping and then all the flies get on his face <laughs> I didn't understand that that was from that I you're blowing my mind cause... yeah and then uh in the Simpsons there's a whole episode I where I assumed that, that that scene was just from the exorcist no well, I mean the, there were some the weird priest... spots in it well like but... Not the flies, I guess, because I I don't know why I ever thought there were flies or, like, never associated the flies with anything, but I just assumed that the priest blessing the thing in Scary Movie was because of The Exorcist, because that's, like, the the most famous thing with the priest Well, the music was from The Exorcist, so it was weird. They just threw a whole bunch of shit together. It it was a weird amalgamation of anything with a priest. But then in The Simpsons, uh, in the first Trios of Horror, it was called Bad Dream House, uh, Homer, he buys them a house for super duper cheap, and then <laughs> it was uh, buried. Uh, they made the house over Indian burial ground, and then people died there. It was all the options of a scary house all in one. And Homer's on the phone. He's like, "You didn't tell me all these people died here." And he's like, "Oh, you did. Oh, well, I don't remember <laughs> it. And I don't remember you telling me that. Oh, you told me a couple times. Oh, okay. Good night." And the house is talking to him. He's telling him to get out, and the walls are bleeding and stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't know it was from, like, this version. Because mm-hmm. I remember watching the Ryan Reynolds one, and I think I... I don't know if I went to the theater for it. Yeah. Maybe we went somewhere. I remember watching it. It's all right. Ryan Reynolds was, like, absurdly buff in it. 
for like no reason. It was really weird. I don't know what movie he did right before if he was getting ready for a movie in like 2005. I have no clue, but he was like super duper. Maybe. No, that was 2010. Oh, okay. But yeah, he was like super duper buff in that movie. Or something like that. It was really late, later 2000s. It was really weird. It was after. That Green Lantern was after Superman Returns. Oh yeah, because I watched Superman it with Guido, Returns so I was in college. Yeah, I was so. in college with Guido, and I saw it, and he was very sad. I think it was two, <laughs> 2009. I like didn't want to see it because, as Wolf Paul, we talk about, I have built this movie up in my mind since I saw it when I was like 10 or 11. So when the remake came out, I was like, I'm not going to see that. The original is the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that, I didn't see it. Yeah, that was going to be my. Um, question my first one is like why this movie why why was this the one that you 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 picked i feel like so i picked this because um as as you guys mentioned like i'm not i'm not a big horror fan but i i don't i don't know if i'm a big horror fan i just i've never really gotten into the genre um but if people you know if you're in groups and people are like oh what's the scariest movie you've ever seen i was like well i'll tell you the story about the time that i was in you know fifth grade over at my best friend's um aunt's house and it was like this crappy little apartment in south fresno and it was like we watched this movie alone in this place i'd never been it was dark and we're right <laughs> by sliding glass doors out to like a patio of course it's dark and the aunt is nowhere to be found and we're watching this movie with the lights off and i'm just like scared shitless like, as a kid, scared shitless. Oh, yeah. And so, and I thought it was really good. Um, and so over the years, I've just kind of built this up at this, like, this is the scariest movie that exists. And I would always call it the Amityville House of Horror, but that's not the title. <laughs> and so I think I probably even said, oh, the Amityville House of Horror. And you're like, yeah, Amityville Horror. Um, <laughs> but I, I built it up as this, like, scary movie. So it's, like, the one I go to and people are like, what's a scary movie that you like or that really scared you? I'm like, well, this one, because I have nothing else to, like, compare it to except for like the glass house which i was yeah. telling you guys about which i saw in the theater and really freaked me out um but that's why i was interested when you know when you were doing this i think we talked about it last year yeah um and we just never got around to it but it's like i want to see this movie again because now as an adult x years later i'm like does this hold up yeah is it just as scary is it stupid is it you know it's all the above so that was why i wanted to watch it i wanted yeah. to see if it can live up yeah I was a little excited because I remember seeing the newer one, and then I didn't realize there are ten sequels to this movie. What? What? They I knew there was made, at least one. They made ten of them. Jesus, so. I knew there was one in the 80s and then the one in the... They two, land before timed it. In 2000s. Yeah. Jesus. So, Amityville 2, The Possession, Amityville 3D, The Evil Escapes, The Curse, It's About Time, A New Generation, Dollhouse... Then the Ryan Reynolds one, and then in 2017, The Awakening. Oh, wow. So they have kept up with this. And, and cool. I read a fun fact that a couple of other modern horror films are, like, linked to this film. Like, the way that they were, that the stories came about, they, like, intentionally added facts and details from Amityville Horror to make it so it's, like, in the same universe almost. Well, oh. um, not The Conjuring. What's the one with the... Um, with the the uh, Annabelle. Yeah, those, Annabelle. Is that the Conjuring? Yeah, that world. They're all related. It's like yeah. the nun, the one with the nuns and yeah. Annabelle. Well, and... Vera and oh, I can't remember. It, there's a, a husband and wife, and they're like, I don't know, the closest thing to Ghostbusters in our oh, world. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they went to the house, and they were like, "Well, we'll figure out the problem." It's yeah, I don't think they saw anything or felt anything but Jeez. uh this so the the house is a whole situation and though it has windows like that that looks like a mad face mm, so creepy. uh the people that own it now they replace those windows because people just kept like taking pictures of it because it looks like a mad face it does look like a mad and then they just made it into like rectangles so it looks better so what's weird about the the mad face is that for me when they kept showing the the weird color of the house mm. when they would show it they would do those like action or like creepy shots quote unquote where they would sepia tone mm-hmm. everything or red tone everything the house with the weird windows looked like a celtic cross to me because of the yeah um, the way that about. the um chimney was mm-hmm. and how it passed the house and then the way that the 
the roundedness of those two windows made it seem like that big round circle that's on the Celtic cross. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking... Like, I didn't see a mad face to me. I just saw a Celtic cross. Which was even weirder to me. Like, why the fuck is this blessed house fucking haunted? Like, well, because the front of it looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. The front and of it looks like the Home Alone, uh, house. Home Alone house. Yes. But, except on a lake. Yeah. Or then, a river. Yeah. So, but I, I do like the, the mad face. But, yeah. um, so, it, it's crazy. So... There was, this movie was based on a book in 1977, The Conjuring, yeah. This is The Conjuring the and The Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren, that's their name. That doll she has in this movie is supposedly the real Annabelle. Yeah, that's what it, that's <gasps> the, what the Annabelle looks like. The Raggedy Ann was creepy. Yeah. Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann? Yeah, that's what it looks she like. She for sure is not a Raggedy Ann in these new movies. No, because it's not She's that scary. She's a porcelain scary. doll. Yeah, it's scarier. I'd be more scared if a fucking Raggedy Ann came to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things were horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently... The cloth Raggedy Anns? I had mm-hmm. one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, and apparently wherever With it is... With the button eyes? It, uh, it, it keeps getting out <laughs> of its... Um, Case. Glass case. Yeah, it keeps getting out. Like in real life? Yeah, it gets out, and then they find it places later. So they keep That's, putting it up. You're just reassuring that yeah. we're never watching these movies. <laughs> I'm never touching yeah. these Hannibal movies. A- nope. Annabelle's a mess. <laughs> no, um, thank you. Yeah, but uh, the the house. So there was a murder at the beginning of all the movies. I believe they always go back to it. Uh, Ronald DeFeo Jr. He actually did murder his entire family with a shotgun. That was real. And then everything right. afterward is open to facts or not facts at that point. Yeah. Um, later on, we've learned that the family that was there, the, um, the husband and wife, the Lut- the Lutzai, um, <laughs> they were kind of big on making stuff up. And people were possessed and there were smells. Apparently, the scene with the drums, mm-hmm. he said he heard a whole marching band downstairs and he went down there everything was pushed to the sides and it was in that room everything was pushed to the sides like enough room for a marching oh. band i guess they didn't want to have a marching band play so they just had a drummer doing it um yeah the lies got really weird and but it got big this movie had so much groundswell behind it because they're like oh that's that crazy murder house mm-hmm. where people died and those people stayed there for a month and they freaked the fuck out and left and all this stuff and they were going to film in the actual house, but then production people got, like, spooked about it. Oh, I was wondering about that. If they yeah, they were like, no, I'm not doing that. And all this stuff behind it. And like I said, later on, we find out that the lawyer, he was like, I didn't get no money. And the, the writer of the book and all these situations, they were like, nah, we made that shit up. And it's, it, it's kind of crazy, but it's this, I don't know, urban legend at this point that doesn't even need the facts anymore. Yeah. It's big enough that... You know, it's like, oh, that's not real. Pfft, come on, man. I mean, all these movies, there's got to be something real about it. I'm like, it's not. It's not real. God, that but, mind. Yeah. It's one of those things that we're slowly making real because yeah. so many people believe it, in it. it. It's so much just, has happened with it that it's like, oh, it's its, its own story. Ten-year-old me thought it was real, and what now X-year-old me is hearing that it's not. Yeah. What yeah. was that movie <laughs> we were just recently watching? We just recently covered that we're like, the guy had to... Make people believe in him again. Oh, like Freddy Krueger or Candyman. Well, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, both Candyman. of those. I gotta, like... I have to extend the story so people keep getting scared, mm, yeah. so I can continue to exist and murder them. Yeah, that's Freddy Krueger's whole thing. He's that's like, what this house need, is doing to people, us, guys. Yeah, I need people to talk about me. That's the only way I can stay. <laughs> so around. it's not real, but maybe it is. We're making it real by talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get through the story real quick. It's, it happens within less than a month. And so it's, what, 20? 20 days? 21 days? I think it's a 28. Oh, okay. Damn, they made it that So far. two months yeah. from the, the night of the murder, I could, basically. and I'd have been gone. But, you know, different, I'm a different I, I person, would, but I'd, I'd have been gone. gone. I actually oh. would have burnt that house down. I would have left, like, day two. Like, we would have been pouring gasoline on shit and leaving, like, nope, like... don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fire cleans everything. The second that little girl started talking about her imaginary friend who didn't like dad and didn't like this and didn't like that and was... Lock yeah. that bitch in the closet. Nah. Yeah, my friend doesn't like you. Well, your friend can go kick rocks. Yeah, we burned your friend to the ground. Don't fuck with your friend. Right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Guess we out eighty thousand dollars. Right. Uh, I don't know. It was a spark or something. It's an old house. I don't know. Give me my money back. <laughs> We'd have done something. So, like I said, uh, this movie starts with the murders. Uh, it's kind of wild for a movie in '79 
Like he just walking in rooms, just kind of blowing people away. It was pretty crazy. I did, I thought it was just gonna be like the muzzle flashes. Yeah, and that was, was gonna graphic. be it for that old of a movie. But I mean, there are some old movies that are really really graphic in the seventies. So yep. It's, oh uh, really? Yeah, there, there's there one. Was... There's one I'm never gonna show. Katie, Cannibal Holocaust is the, not worth the, the 70s mental fortitude. Was a very unique time in filmmaking where I would would say that across the board Hollywood just didn't give a fuck about what they were showing like the 60s were more reserved and was still very much like trying to keep with the 50s idea that women and men sleep in separate beds and you know it's cowboy shoot them up but no we're not going to show anyone actually dying and things like that and then the 80s is where it just got absurd like there was tons and tons of blood, but it wasn't necessarily graphic. Like, yeah. you weren't seeing guts and things spill yeah. out. You were just seeing, like, blood splatter with creepy yeah. music and things. The 70s are, like, this weird in-between where they were just like, you know what? We're going to show all the titties. We're going to show all the sex. And we're going to show all the blood and guts and brains and things that could possibly have happened. And then after this, we'll just figure it out. Like, yeah. people will <laughs> like it or they won't. And then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And that's totally what the 70s was. When you look at all film, not even just horror films, real films too. There's so much titties and shit from movies in the 70s. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Y- y'all were such prudes in the in the 50s and 60s. And you came out here in the 70s. You were just like, you know what? Full bush. Just have sex against the window. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, people got going. It's just wild. Yeah. It, it's wild. But yeah, the beginning, it, it kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Uh, so one year later, George and Kathy, they... Purchased the house for $80,000, which I should have did the numbers, but it's probably closer to like, what, 200000 now? More, way more than that. Yeah. So they said it was worth 120000 well, but they yeah. were paying 80000 because of the murders. And then the girl was like, 80000 might as well be 800000 and Alexis and I just laughed because 800000 is like the bare minimum you would pay for that big of a fucking house mm-hmm. on yeah, the side of a lake with a guest house and a, like a boat house. Like there's no way by 2021 standards that house is going for anything less than 800000 mm-hmm. I don't care what state you're in. Like yeah. yeah, $800,000. That, the house is fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a like wild house. Six bedrooms with a, with a, at a, already built like perfectly extra room attic and a full basement it was just like, so dirty yeah. it was really dirty i guess they were really like, they didn't really play up like they played up the like oh it's a fixer upper but it's like you're moving into a dirty house that has like dirty everything it was, yeah. just, it mean, was a weird situation i was like why are they having to buy it they didn't really anyways we'll, we'll i mean that. i mean folks got murdered and they it had only been a out. month since sk- people had moved out and, and it was haunted and they lived in the country ish yeah. so <laughs> Gross. So, um, Kathy, she actually has three kids from another marriage, I suppose, yeah, from they, something, and that person is either dead or not there anymore. It doesn't matter, really. Um, and so um, they've been there for at least two days, I want to say. And Father Delaney, the nicest person you'll meet in this movie, he comes to bless the house, and then he just deals with all the things. Like, he's trapped in a room, and flies just on him, and apparently that dude was afraid of insects, so it was like the worst thing ever for him. And they had him covered in honey, and then he just smells like poop or what something. He smelled something terrible. He wasn't afraid of bugs. The cinematographer was afraid of bugs. <laughs> so he had a really hard time shooting it and editing it later because could, he couldn't handle I it. I had a hard time watching it. God, those flies are that just... Yeah. <laughs> so anytime that Father scene. Delaney tries to call Kathy and tell her, like, hey, man, some, some weird shit happened, and I heard a voice tell me to get the fuck out, and then I got the fuck out. So I should tell you these things in person, but I ran off real quick because I'm sick. But every time he tries to call, the phone just messes up. And he's like, ah, I'll try in like three more days. We'll just, I'll call him back <laughs> later. You know, I'm not going to call again and just try or write a letter. Yeah, that's too much work. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm some more, slowly losing my mind. Right? Uh, some more days go by. And then uh, Kathy's aunt, she's a nun. That's really cool. So... I, I guess it makes sense that she's like a friend of Father Delaney because she has family. Mm-hmm. She seems very religious. Yeah, well, in, they mention it too in the religious service. Which of is things. also weird that the like Catholics are like fucking fine with her being remarried. Yeah, I didn't think about that. In the seventies, like that's not a thing that people care. Like 
they were cool with. Yeah. Eh, it's a movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Kathy's aunt, she walks in and just like the religious guy from the first uh, uh, um, um, paranormal activity, he takes like a couple steps in and she's like, I don't like this. Nah, oh, I'm good. nah I'm out. Mm-hmm. I don't feel right. Uh, yeah, in paranormal activity, the guy comes in because they're like, hey, we have issues. He takes like three steps in. He's like, oh, this thing don't like me. Yeah, I'm going to leave. I don't like this. Yeah, y'all should probably leave too. But I'm going to scoot out real quick because I don't appreciate any of this. Uh, so little by little, uh, things are just kind of slowly falling apart. George starts just being a grump and being cold all the time and just chopping logs. That just is his job in life now. And he just ignores his real job, apparently. He's for real just like, I just got to chop wood. It's nice. He's like, it's He's like so, cutting down all the trees. It's so damn cold in here. Property. I just got to chop all the trees. So, uh, <laughs> because it's not as hot as hell in his house, yeah. which is what that demon inside of him needs. <laughs> Kathy's brother, he's actually uh, getting engaged. And he had this big getting wad married. of money. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and he was going to pay the caterer. And then the money just disappears. I'm like, you just put that in your pocket. He's like, I whoa, whoa where'd it go? Yeah. I'm like, it was in your goddamn pocket. But... Uh, they get to the party. George is all types of fucked up. He looks like he's sick. I mean, he is. Got a demon in him, so. Yeah. He is sick. And uh, the babysitter is dealing with the kids and gets locked into the closet. I will say, in the 2005 version, the babysitter scene is a lot cooler. Because when she's in the closet and it closes, and she's like, let me out, let me out. There's a little girl. So, how the youngest girl keeps talking about Jody. Mm-hmm. In that 2005 version, you can see a little girl. Mm. So in a lot of scenes, uh, the you mom will be walking Jody. by and you'll just see a little girl just in corners. Oh, that's creepy. And stuff like that. I will say that part's a lot cooler. Yeah, and Jody pops up in the back of the closet. And then uh, she has like a gunshot wound in her head. And just like oh. grabs the babysitter's finger and just puts it into the hole. And the babysitter's like, oh my god. And then that's a lot better because she's like, I'm freaking you out. So, uh, oh, yeah. no. that part's cool. That movie's not no. that good, but that part was cool. Anything with the little girl was really nice. So, uh, the babysitter's all types of freaked out and was locked in there for at least an hour or two. At least an hour. Yeah. Beating on it, I'd have drop kicked that door, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> and so there's imaginary friend Jody, and it's hanging out with Amy. Is that the girl's yeah. name? Amy. Uh, <laughs> And so the mom, little by little, is like, who's Jody? Like, this is your friend? She's like, yeah, 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 that's my friend. And she'll come into a room and she'll just kind of, oh, you scared her away. She flew out the window. I'm like, what? Flew out the fucking window? What the fuck does that mean? And just, mm-hmm. little by little, just getting, getting really, really, really weird. Um, let me see. Father Delaney, let's go back to his fucked up story. This is a wild month for him. Uh, he's driving in a car with like... Um, uh, Father Bolin. Yeah. Driving with him, and then uh, this actually happened to me. I was on a freeway, and the hood popped up. No. So, so I feel I feel them on that, because you are so powerless. <laughs> when the hood up like I was driving to Six Flags, my job, and the hood popped up. I was like, oh, oh shit. And I did, like, the Ace Ventura thing. Um, <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. So they are constantly getting just threatened, even though the father's, like, I'm kind of good i'm not gonna help the family anymore the demon's like you goddamn right you're not and he's like i'm good man like i didn't i didn't call him for like three days he's like yeah don't call him anymore get sick a little bit more so he keeps screwing with him so i feel bad for the father father laney's been going through the shit and everybody else at the church don't believe him they're like oh we seen wild shit in our days man and it never was like the devil or demons So you just you're crazy. Yeah. You know, you just take a vacation. Yeah, you're having a bad day. You should just go to Six Flags or something. You'll be fine, man. <laughs> have, you, have you seen your family recently? He's like, no, man. Hey, maybe you should. Uh, in real life, he actually um, he didn't get sick. He didn't go blind or anything. But he he, just, he did go on vacation. So that was true. Dang it! <laughs> so he, oh, I he, think San Francisco. He, did, he went to did visit. Did he really family. try to go bless the house and like it didn't work? Yeah, he, he said nothing happened while he was okay. there. But like I said, they got to ham it up. Believe, so. Yeah, you got to ham it up. You're like, oh shit. Um, but no. So everything, like I said, is getting worse and worse. Uh, George's second in command, I would say, or his business partner, somebody yeah. just right under him, 
Let's Ian do Zier- Discount Ian Zeering. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's doing all of his job because he's busy chopping logs, and that's way more important than a job. <laughs> so uh, they're doing a lot of fussing towards each other because he's not paying his people, not paying all the money he's throwing out. IRS is questioning him, all that stuff. So life's just getting real shitty for George. Actually, life's fine for George. He's chopping wood, so that's, <laughs> it's easy for him. <laughs> uh, but Jeff's wife, <laughs> uh, Carolyn, she is uh, like a medium, I guess, or she's very sensitive to spirits. Mm-hmm. And so the second she sees the house, she's like, I don't like that. And it finally goes into the house and goes into the basement. And then the dog, Harry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harry. Harry's just like digging at a wall and she's like, oh. It's behind there. That's where they're coming from. And then they bust open the, this hole, and there's more space back there. And then she just talks in a different voice, and just it it, it gets wild. And so at this point, things are getting even worse. Uh, George keeps waking up at around what three fifteen every night, mm-hmm. and just I assume he doesn't go back to sleep. Does he go back to sleep? Probably. Yeah. I, it, the last scene they show him well the last scene was weird it's like he wakes up goes downstairs rolls out the carpet yeah. it's like there's my house and then ends up but then they like cut to her dream where she dreams she's being murdered which was super creepy because they actually showed her skull getting yeah. like gashed in with an axe yeah, and she wakes up next to him but I was like, is that real life or not? But then later on, like uh, 30 seconds later, she goes down and he's asleep in the living room. Yeah. With his carpet and everything. He's like, I'm scared. Yeah. It, it's it's really odd. And like I said, I assume he's not getting that much good sleep. No, not at all. Waking up at 3.15 every day. his eyes are all red and fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> good makeup. Yeah. It's very depressing. So they find out, because going to the library and stealing books, they learn that their house was build, built atop... A Indian burial ground. Not true. They actually did research. It's not. But, uh, and the, a satanic worshiper named John Ketchum. He is real. Um, but he probably didn't do that. <laughs> uh, just did things on the land. So they're like, your house is super fucked. It's, uh, what was it, uppercase fucked? From, yeah. Uh, from Feast. <laughs> yeah, so something really bad. Uppercase fucked. So um, they're really worried about this. And like, you... Probably should leave. He's like, this is my house. Like like Alexis said, now he starts to get brave about it. He's like, I, no ghosts or ghosts I'm afraid no ghosts. Or, or weird ooze is going to make me leave. God damn it. And so um, they find out that the guy that killed his family looks a lot like James Brolin. You know, he's like, oh, holy shit. Like multiple people in the town is like, you look just like that guy that killed his family. Mm-hmm. Hey, go figure. And okay. they're just like, no, he could be the same person. <laughs> yeah, is your family still alive? He's like, yeah, oh, okay. Keep it like that. (laughs) Um, So everything's just falling apart at this point. And then one night, blood is just oozing from the walls. And the mom's racing home because she's really worried about everything. And then Jody, the the ghost girl thing. And this one, it's like a pig thing. It, It was really weird. I've seen people online say, like, it's a pig. And they're like, it looked so creepy. But like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. It reminded me of Krang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, so George has gone super duper crazy, and he's trying to kill his family. You know, uh, the kids are smart. Uh, they actually hide in a bathroom, like as far as away as they can. Good, good job, kids. Because uh, I sure would have been like, oh, that dude's losing it. Mm-hmm. Let me get into this bed real quick. <laughs> Second he walked by, I'm just gonna scuttle that way. Um, but the mom, she actually jumps on George's back and tries to fight off George. And for one second, her face is all super wrinkly. And that was weird. Yeah, that was super weird. And yeah, then, she got super old hella quick. Well, yeah. he did too. It was like the same scene. It was like a split second. She's all old and shrivelly, and then he gets all old and shrivelly, and then they're back to normal. Yeah, it was really weird. And George almost kills his wife, and he stops and like averts the axe. Because he realizes it's her. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't kill you, baby. Even though I had an axe, <laughs> I was swinging it. But I wouldn't kill you, baby. And so they scoot off because the house is just breaking itself to get them out. I guess it wants them out, but it seems like it wants to just fuck with them. Mm-hmm. But maybe it just wants them to leave. Because in the Simpsons episode, it just wanted them to leave. So it kept fucking with them so they would go away. I guess that's what it wanted, just to be in peace with itself, I guess. I don't know. So the family, they run off down the stairs and 
the strawberry fucking jam that's just oozing on the stairs. Mm-hmm. One of the kids falls like 15 times in this movie. Uh, he eats it down the stairs, but they all get out of the house. For hooray! Like the third time. Yeah. That kid has fallen down the stairs so many times. Yeah. Uh, hooray! They got out and they hop into the van, and then the little girl says, What about Harry? And the dad drives eh, probably half t- a block away. Yeah, and then stops. God damn it. Gets out, runs back into the house to save the dog. I'm like, Damn, man, that sucks. Goes into the basement. Where the dog has been this whole fucking yes. time. Yes, oh man, that dog was chilling down there for a while. He's going down the stairs, and then the stairs just break, and he falls into this, like, vat of black ooze, which I guess smelled like shit, because the kids, everybody was grossed out when they smelled it. Yeah. But it was just, I don't know, evil poop ooze? I don't know what it was. But Well, what my assumption was, was it's, like, the blood of demons, because in a lot of horror anything when you get that really evil character oh, or yeah. evil person like black ooze. they ooze black blood mm-hmm. or whatever it is there's like that's true some black because like, their heart is evil or whatever you know there's always some dumb explanation in whatever media it is but it happens in supernatural a lot all the demons ooze black blood and it's supposed to smell horrible like rotten flesh or something like that because they're evil like it's not yeah. meant to have a good smell it's I mean, even if it was just blood, it wouldn't smell good. Blood yeah. is awful smelling. Yeah. So, Harry, good guy Harry, good dog Harry, actually drags George out of the ooze. At first, like, he was mauling him. But then he's like, oh, hey, well, I he know you. He sure was for a minute. He's like, get out of here, you son of a bitch. Hey, it's you. Okay, yeah, I'll drag you out. And they actually get out the front door. It locks itself again, but then... He breaks a window and they hop the fuck out, which yep. they should have did at first. <laughs> oh, the door slammed? Well, I'm just going to dive through that. Yeah. Um, but they get out and they make it to the car. Hooray, good job, Harry. I thought you were going to die. Um, and then uh, we get a cool just card that pops up. We, you know, we get like a three months later at another house. It's kind of like a poltergeist where they just go to a hotel. And that's um, the end of the movie. And they push the TV outside, and that's the end. Um, but this one, it says George and Kathleen Lutz, their family didn't even grab their shit, which, yes, they said that in the story. They said they just left all this stuff, and they were like, I don't care. And they left, but they probably did go back. But they left all their stuff, and then they live in another state. The end. Oh, yeah. Uh, father, he, he went blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to, like... Just go back to being a, just a normal father, and then... Well, he was trying to give a sermon. Not not even a sermon. He was... Like, practicing a sermon, I guess? Yeah, because, like, no one was in the I don't really, I don't really know tell. that he was practicing a sermon. To me, the way that they shot it and the way that, like, where it sat in the movie, it felt like he was asking for God to spare the family. Yeah. Like, he was praying specifically for this, over this oh, house and yeah. over the family, which is why shit got all crazy for him and why the statue started, like, breaking yeah. apart in his eyes and all these different things and why he went blind. Like, I think that's what it was. So, which makes no sense. Well, that demon told him, leave him alone. He's like, you're still talking about that family? You're blind now. <laughs> God damn it, I told yes, you. Yes, Leave okay. that family alone. Okay, I get, I get why he went blind, but how and the timing and the place that he was in when oh, he yeah, went blind right. makes no sense. Yeah. As far as, like, literally all horror and religious everything that exists have ever said, demons cannot enter, like, holy ground they can't be on church premises this dude was literally at the pulpit yeah. of his catholic church yeah. and this demon like made him go blind and while well, before he went blind made a fucking statue on the ceiling crumble apart like demons shouldn't have any ability to be in there so yeah. this movie was just like fuck it <laughs> yeah that was the only part that they really like really went off the rails as far as all the other lore concerning yeah. demons goes everything oh, yeah. else was fine but this one was just like it didn't make a lot of sense yeah it's like it was wild but that was the movie so katie who's your favorite character in amityville amityville amity amityville horror amityville horror uh i've got to go with the hair and makeup artists mm-hmm. um they crushed it at making the dad go from like respectable 70s like just father figure to super fucked up cracked out yep. i'm being haunted 
I'm maybe possessed by a demon look. <laughs> Gradually over the course of a month. It was great. <laughs> they was, did so good. It was one little old lady probably named Gladys. Thank you, Gladys. Whatever. She did great. Okay? <laughs> did I don't care. Hair and makeup did amazing. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if this won in the awards, but that... Definitely... Yeah. It should have. Like, it was great. He was really good. Like, the... the Just from zero to crazy. Like, the way that his transition from being normal to being haunted when, like, it was really well done in his makeup, in the way that they made his hair look just yeah, his... gradually more and more crazy. Like it looked it would. great the first scene. It was, like, nice and curly. Yeah. He like, had that beautiful, 70s. like, feathered, mm-hmm. like, yeah. They just did a great fucking job at m- properly making it look like he got fucked up over the course of a month. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh, well... He had to jump in a river, so now he looks like shit for the rest of the movie. Like, a lot of horror movies yeah, do. It's exactly. like, oh, everything's great. Now I gotta run through a forest. Now I look like garbage. And that's just how I'm gonna look for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so, they did a really good job. Yeah. Alexis. Um, I'll go with Father Delaney. Um, I thought, as an a- from an acting standpoint, I thought he did a really good job. Um, I think some of the acting in this level would be desired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I thought he he was like, you know, trying his best to save that family. Um, I thought, um, I said like a lot of his monologues were, were good, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like believing you. And the, I, I I don't know how he stood there with flies on his face, and like lived to tell the tale because that, that would be really hard. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But That's yeah, I just be like swatting, like get right? the fuck no, off me. Yeah, yeah. So Father Delaney, good. Yeah. Good man. Yes. Uh, I'm with Alexis on that. Uh, Father Delaney, he was like the coolest dude in this movie. He tried his best and he kept getting stopped. It was like a football team where <laughs> they, you have the star running back mm-hmm. and he like, man, if he gets past like the line, we, we, this is it, baby. We win. And Father Delaney's like trying to get going and they just keep stuffing him and he doesn't get any yards the whole game. It's just like that kind of thing. If he got moving, he probably would have been able to Jesus that house up, but he couldn't. It, the thing just got him sick instantly. He's like, yeah, yeah. you super sick. You quit that shit. You go sit mm-hmm. over there. Oh, you still trying to... Now you're blind. Get out of here. So, it just... He kept getting stuffed, but he had a pretty interesting side story to just... Yeah. Almost dying multiple times. So, yeah, he was like the coolest thing in this movie because everybody else was crap. Katie, who was your least favorite character? The other priests. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're garbage water. <laughs> they were straight up trash. They did not give any fucks that members of their fucking parish were about or congregation were about to just be slaughtered in their house they didn't believe anything that father delaney was saying and just like Mm -hmm. wrote him off as crazy old man priest number one and because of their lack of action like fucking a five-member family almost died um and their lead priest question mark i don't know who he was yeah. uh, some priest went fucking blind and psychotic like had a psychotic break mm-hmm. and one of your nuns experienced this too and you're just like nah it's cool we don't need to do anything yeah we don't need to go you know bless the house or perform an exorcism mm-hmm. on the house or you know maybe just like burn some sage we don't gotta do any of that nah nah, nah. it's fine <laughs> it's fine he's just old it's fine. Alexis. <laughs> so I was I was going to say, I wrote down, I, ha- I had two that I wanted to talk about. And since you said the priest, I was going to say Father Boland specifically because what the hell. But I think the reason why I'm so frustrated with him is actually, I think, the, my least favorite character of the screen. The sc- whoever wrote the screenplay. Like, the writing in this, watching it as an adult being like, why are you making Father Boland out to be like he's doing something wrong? When he, I don't think he did. I don't. No. I think he. I, you, you see him and you're like, you're hiding something. But then they never flesh that out. Yeah. And then, but then, so screenplay writers, the the like the detective dude. Like, yeah. What was he doing? What was the purpose of the detective dude? They padding out time. They're yeah. Like, Man, we need people but, just to make faces but, at the. But camera. that was like, that was a big gripe for me. Um, the detective character was a big gripe for me. Because he was padding out time. He was, like, following the family when they would go out and do yeah. things. Because 
I don't know. He thought there was something suspicious about the family, but they kept putting him in at random times and he never came back to like solve Solve, the story or fix everything. And this movie ran for two hours. Yeah. Which is like half an hour longer than any horror movie needs to be. Like exact two hours, and there's this entire time where you're like, there's some strife between this newly married couple. You don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, are they trying? What, what is was the purpose of it to try to make you think that he actually was the killer? Yeah. Because I mean, they tried really hard. It was just a little. I mean, there was on the a nose. moment there where I definitely thought it was him. Yeah. When she was at the library and like came across that article and picture of him, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so he's for sure the killer. And he just like Remade? magically ended up back in this house. Yeah. Like he got away, and everybody's like, yeah. "You look like him." He's but like, then, "But I'm not." But then later, when the cop when the cop comes for the busted down door, and he says, "Like you look like that guy." When he turned him, when we caught him, or when he got turned in, so he's in jail somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So like you don't like, like him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, That's so fucking weird. I just I thought that the the writing and then in some cases the direction of the actors, um, I think because those are all really good actors. Yeah. Like yeah, like, Margot Kidder Mar- Kidder is great. She's great. She's you know there was a scream moment that she does where I laughed out loud yeah. because it was so overacted and obnoxious. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was a lot. Yeah. So but yeah, least favorite character those guys. So scream I guys. wrote everyone else. <laughs> If you weren't Father Delaney, I had a gripe with you. Mm-hmm. Kids were poop. Uh, the little girl just talking to a ghost thing. Didn't think that was weird. I know kids have a different outlook on things. They're like, oh, she's really cool. She like flies around and does stuff. I'm like, that's not right. Like, right? What does she look like? I don't know. You know you know what the fuck she looks like. You don't want to tell me friend. because it's weird looking. Yeah. Does she have a hole in her? Is she, is she white? Is she red? Is there red stuff coming off of her? Yeah, there's strawberry jam on her face. That's not jam, goddammit. Like, we need to leave. So, everybody else in this movie was poop. George wasn't bad at first, but he seemed like, kind of like in The Shining, the dad in The Shining, um, it, everything looked all right at first, it, it, but even before the ghost started messing with him, saying like, hey, you should kill your family, that'd be really cool. And he's like, it would be cool. Even before that, there were signs that he was abusive, mm-hmm. because like the, the kid was kind of scared of him, and the wife, like when he started getting loud, she was like... Mm. So, even before the ghost got to him, he was like, you know, he'd ball his fists up. And even with George, he seemed like he was a very stern dude. And it seemed like, even before the ghosts were, like, picking at him, like, hey, you should chop some wood and then, like, hit your wife. Like, it was there already. Like, he he could swing if he he really got mad. So, I don't know. I mean, that's, like, an underlying tone of everything from the 70s, I feel like. I think they were, like, they were trying to make, there there was, there was a line, it's, again, like, there's just, the writing, it's, like, why would you put this conversation between Discount Ian Ziering and George, where he's, like, you got married to this dame, and now you're religious, too, and it's, like, this whole arc if, like, you were going to make it yeah. out to be not a haunted house movie yeah. and it was like, oh, George is actually a freaking serial killer. Yeah. Like, that's an entire movie in and of itself that I would gladly watch yeah. if you're going to put that line in there of, like, you've changed and you're religious now. It's, you know, It was weird. It was like they left weird. these breadcrumbs that went nowhere. Yeah. And it was just like, so the screenplay writer, his name was Sandor Stern. And uh, That's a name. Sandor Stern. Which yeah, right. Uh, he got an award. They didn't win for worst movie. Um, oh. It wasn't Razzie's. So back in, I forgot when this happened. It was the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. So that was nineteen seventy nine. Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. <laughs> I, I've grown up my whole life thinking this movie was good. <laughs> so yeah, most he, horror movies are down here on the okay. like, garbage. Yeah, so he got worse, we're on the garbage list. Yeah, he got worse screenplay, but it was a dishonorable mention. So they didn't win. So something else in seventy nine won worst. Oh. fucking screenplay so something else out there is worse than this movie this movie wasn't bad it's just they left out stuff and for a two hour movie it's weird that you leave out things they left a lot of stuff out for but there was so much movie. There was just... extra time uh, yeah yeah like it was it was a mess yeah but anyway it was slow uh, minority kill count the only black thing in this movie that was in danger was the dog and it actually survived hooray yeah yeah, no one died except for the family at the very beginning. Yeah, the family at the beginning got blown away, but yeah. they were all white, and we didn't even see them see. really. They were just laying in we bed. Saw hair. Dead. <laughs> we yeah, saw hair. Yeah, we saw some hair. Saw some curly hair getting shot. Uh, so yeah, let's do seven word synopsis. So I have three of them. Uh, I was giggling. 
when I made these. Yeah, I got two of them. <laughs> yeah. My first one is, Father Delaney had a crazy fucking month. <laughs> Yo. Uh, he went through a lot, almost died, had like turbo cancer, it was really fast, and he was like dying. And then he went blind at the end, so maybe yeah. he should have went on a vacation. Uh, we left Harry. Harry's with God now. That's what I would have told the child. <laughs> or you could change that. Harry's with the demons. So that that's Harry's new family Harry down there. Harry's a hellhound now, so we're just gonna... The second the girl said it, in my head, I was like, Harry's with God now. (laughs) God will take care of that dog. We left Harry. We left Jody, too, so... Yeah, yeah, your doll's up there. Getting getting grabbed by things. And my last one, the house oozed strawberry syrup. So sticky. (laughs) It was like, for real, like, fucking Nesquik kind of strawberry syrup. It was thick and nice. It probably fucking was. Katie. Okay, uh... Lutz family moves into haunted house. Chaos. Damn. That's that's a genuine. <laughs> that's that's good. just genuine synopsis of this film. Okay, little girl befriends demon. Acts fucking nuts. Yeah, she gets. Yep. <laughs> kind of weird when the demons are. Yep. Uh, her playing with her dolls, like, even though Jody question mark was there, wasn't there? I don't even know. Uh, but she was having some serious counseling conversations with that those fucking yeah. dolls. Oh, yeah. She told that doll to, like, shut the fuck up or something. Don't call like, them smartasses. Don't be a smartass. Don't be a smartass. Don't talk back to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, girl, you were, like, six. Why are you saying asses and fuck? Like, hey, man. She was, it had to be tough. 70s are wild. That scene, the, the, the window breaks that kid's hand and you never hear about it again well it doesn't break his hand it smashes it his hand, <laughs> and then they go to the hospital and the parents are like it's a miracle that his hand didn't break and over and over and over but then he doesn't have it wrapped like yeah it's like it basically it's just like well to be fair after that scene you like don't see that kid again until they're like running out of you're the right house. you're right the yeah. two boys were like afterthoughts in this movie they did mm. not give a fuck it was like just to pick on the sister for like a minute and mm-hmm. yeah. just to like be weird and then yeah. to get their hands smashed and that was it yeah. yeah okay and then my last one catholic church refuses to perform cleansing ritual yeah. <laughs> that oh the God. end this whole movie could have been avoided if one fucking priest was like you know what I believe you. Let's go sage that house. Yeah. Or if at least I don't really believe you, but if we do this, will you feel better? Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, empathy, well, fuck it, man. Let's go do yeah. this so my right? friend will be normal right? again. Let's How dare this. we waste, you know, 20 minutes of our time. And holy water. And with so, a little bit of holy water and some sage, just like protecting our friends. Like this family yeah. that comes is part of our congregation. You know what? Nah, like yeah. fuck it. You know how many times I've humored my friends because they believe in something? I like this exactly. fucking I don't think this is gonna work, but fuck it, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what you do when you care about somebody, you just do wild yeah. shit. You know? Exactly. It's like what what could Father Delaney have ever done to have deserved like that kind of treatment? It's like yeah. if you worked there for that long, it seems like that is a story. That is a movie. It seems like Father, Father Delaney, Delaney is yeah. not yeah, super on. traditional. He's that kind of like Oh, you're oh, he's a modernist. Yeah, and so they're like, that's why they probably were a little bothered by him because mm-hmm. he's like, why are you talking like, dude? Come on, there's, oh, no, there's yeah. no demon there. And he's like, no, I felt something. You need to take which a break is, or something. Which so. is weird. Like, if he's a modernist Catholic, and he's talking about there's a demon, like that's some old school Catholic shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're talking demons and possession and a house of like where people are gonna get in like. I don't know, crosses are ending up upside down and burned. Like, that's some old school Catholic shit. Like, that's burn the wife at the stake because she's a witch type yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> there's no reason that they wouldn't, shouldn't have believed him. Yeah. Modernist or not, like. Exactly. Insane. All right. All right, so my two is houses with creepy window eyes aren't good. Yeah, that's, yep. the, that's the truth. <laughs> Finally, to top this all off, Young Alexis really built this movie up. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, Cause it, it, I mean, it, there's a couple of, that we've watched that Otis has done that too. He's like, yeah. this is so scary. And then we watch it and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a different level. Like when you were a kid, shit scares. Like, um, 
I remember my mom used to watch go through all the Friday Thirteenths, mm-hmm. and I remember watching them, and I'd, I'd leave the room for a little bit so I could just get my shit together and then come back. It was terrifying. This dude's chopping people up. I watch them now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The fire scene in Sleeping Beauty. All oh, that man. Green, that scared me yeah. as a kid. Like, it, I don't know. It's just or imagination. the fire scene in Bambi. Yeah, imagination's a, a son of a bitch when you're young. Everything is just terrifying. But then you get older, and you see more of the world, and it's like, no, that's fucking scary. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's happening down the street scary as fuck. Mm-hmm. But, Why I mean... Why I fucking was afraid of Saw. Yeah, but, like, okay, <laughs> I mean, if a dude was walking down the street and he had a hockey mask on, I'd be like, I don't like that. But, uh, this shit happening in the world, that I'm like, I don't like that mm-hmm. a lot. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta take good and bad. So, this film came out July 27th, 1979. Good God, it's old. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this film was, Katie? Mm. I'm probably too high, but I guessed five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Damn, you so mean. <laughs> she said too high. Seventy nine thousand, like seventy nine, was so long ago, and there wasn't that much like crazy shit happening in this film. True, true. like there wasn't a lot of prosthetics. There wasn't a ton of like slasher blood splatter. There wasn't actually like. A murderer, like we weren't witnessing murders, really. Mm-hmm. The cast is super small. So and I don't know how it, how James Brolin was popular wise and Margot. So I read before I took a guess. I read that James Brolin specifically took a lower pay cut because this is like was like an indie film. So they all did this for relatively cheap. Oh. But he asked for a percent. He did a, pulled a Robert Downey Jr. and asked for a percentage of the box office. So whatever his cut was from the beginning, he was like, I don't care. This is chump change to me because I'm already rich. But I want whatever percentage, I don't, I don't know, it's like 10% or something of the box office that this made. And it ended up being a huge success. Oh, I didn't know So that. he made Hella fucking money. Yeah. Oh. It's just like um, somebody with Star Wars did that. I think the guy that was Chewy, mm-hmm. um, Peter Mayhew. Yeah. yeah. He did that. And they were like, hey, we can't pay you that much because you're just kind of just standing there. But we, we give you a percentage of stuff. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then it got big and he's like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I would rich. like one one percent of all toy sales of Star Wars, please. Right. Yeah. Thank you for I want this to say cool some billion. Like, <laughs> did that too. I thought one of the main ones they had a percentage too. Yeah. I can't remember. It probably but... wasn't Harrison Ford for the first movie because that was like his first thing. Like he wasn't big at the time. Yeah. Him yeah. and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill all pretty much got their start there. Yeah. So Alexis, what do you think the budget was? I guessed five million, but I also thought that I was low. Yeah. We'll <laughs> Sorry, see. but I also like I, I don't really look. Actually. Not a bad idea, Alexis, because the budget was four point seven million dollars. Four point seven. Why I don't know would anyone move... call this an indie movie if it was made I know. for four point seven million? Well, I didn't know it was an indie movie. You blew well, my mind with that. Well, I mean, that's what IMDb said. That's what one of the facts in IMDb uh-huh. said. I, mean, it, I was like, that's not an indie it film. It is. Not if but... it was made for four point seven million dollars in nineteen seventy nine. Like, yeah. we're watching like, horror I, movies right now that are higher quality that were made in 2021 that were made for less than that much money. Oh, my yeah. God. With people who are legitimate stars. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, That's I, I, a lot of fucking money. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think the box office was? Katie. Well, damn. Now I gotta change it, because shit's wrong. Okay, so... 25 million. 25. Alexis. I guess 20 million. 20. That's so cute because the box office for this movie was $86.4 million. This movie did great. Uh, Like I said, that is insanity. The story behind the house got everybody to want to see it because they're like, this is a true story. Mm -hmm. Like, they're telling us what happened in the house. And And it's funny, Stephen King talked about the the subplot of it and mm-hmm. stuff and if you read Stephen King he'll talk about some scary thing like a clown eating kids and stuff but he loves like subplots of just like it's a fucking family shitty things happening so like the whole thing about just like bills need to be paid the IRS is yeah Brianna, he's like I like that part because it's just like 
shows like a real family because yeah. like hey the house is trying to eat them or whatever but like you need to go to work man like mm-hmm. you gotta work and do stuff so um like i said everybody went and saw this and they thought it was great even if they didn't they they spent their money so mm-hmm. like there's tons of movies we see these days now and it's like that movie sucked well you gave him 12 bucks so exactly. it don't really matter what mm-hmm. you think honestly because you gave him money so yeah this movie did great but uh margo kidder She's uh, said in interviews that she hates this movie. Uh, James Brolin, he actually got, I don't want to say typecast in movies, but it was hard for him to get jobs after this movie because he was such an asshole in this movie. Mm-hmm. Not like behind the scenes, but his character his was character. an asshole. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it was hard for him to get roles that he wasn't an asshole. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't the nice dad. He was like the jerk character. And he's like, no, man, I want to be like the nice dad. You get but more lines. he got the role of Barbara Streisand's husband, so. Yeah, he, he, was, he was good after that. He's like, all right. So, and then his kid went on to be fucking Josh Brolin, so. Yeah, Thanos and Cable and. Yeah. He was and in the, the Goonies. Kid in the Goonies yeah. Like, he was a, yeah. the asshole brother in the Goonies. So. Yeah, and that was only like, you know, five years after this movie was made. So. Right? Jeez. So, uh, that's all I got for the Amity. Amity? Amnesty. Amnestyville Horror. <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything else to say about it? Um, Don't waste your time. It was okay. But it was not two hours worth of your time, okay? Yeah. Like, this movie, someone should go through and take this movie and edit it so that it's an hour and a half. Because there is, like, half the entire police subplot can just be torn out of this film. And you will save yourself Mm -hmm. half an hour of time. And it will make this movie better, honestly. Like... There was a point towards, like, the last 45 minutes of this film, I was just staring at my phone. Like, I wasn't even paying attention. Well, I I completely missed the hospital scene. Yeah, it, like, hit a slow, like, there was just a slow point where it, my attention span was just gone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's just, like, my modern attention span, like, can't handle it. It But I can't even even say that, though, because I was glued to the screen for all three hours and two minutes of fucking uh, Avengers Endgame. And yeah. I can sit through all four hours of all the extended editions of The Lord of the Rings. So yeah. it can't be my attention span. I'm going to go with the plot. Like, just, yeah. it was way too long for a horror movie. So with, Horror movies should not be that long. With horror movies, there's ebb and flow. You can't just stay balls to all scary all the time, though. I've seen movies like that. It's just, movies like that, he's like, fuck, man. Like, I'm worn out. Like, this is a lot. Yeah. And... But you gotta have, like, really scary, and then let's calm it down. Maybe they're at a hospital or eating food, and it's scary again. Yeah. And then bring it back down. Um, that's why, like, Freddy Krueger movies work so well. It's mm-hmm. like, well, every time they go to sleep, that's when we're gonna go back up. So yeah. the daytime scenes are all nice and stuff. And they're like, we gotta figure out how to stop them. And then nighttime hits, like, oh, shit. Like, we're back on that roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But this movie, the ebb and flows were really odd. But they, they took the same path with it. It was daytime was moderately safe even though there were some spots where the house was fucking with him in the daytime mm-hmm. but i don't know the ebb and flows are really weird in it but i don't know it it ain't the worst movie i've ever seen i'll tell you that but the 2005 version as much as i don't really like it that much um i'm not the biggest fan of like it's weird because i love paranormal activity but some spirit films i don't know it was just weird I don't like when people are, like, slowly getting possessed and they're like, I'm going to do all the killing one day. I'm chopping wood. <laughs> and I don't like that because people, like, slowly change and they're like, you're different. And he's like, I'd, I'd rather just, like, a scary thing is just in the house mm-hmm. trying to fight people and mm-hmm. stuff. That's why I like paranormal activity. It's just there fucking with them. Um, but no, it, I would say watch this and then give the 2005 version a chance. Apparently there's 50 other movies, but I don't think they're that good. We'll see. They might be good. Uh, we won't see. A few of if them. If they're two hours Father long, Delaney. I'm not watching any of them. Yeah, Father Delaney <laughs> Adventures. I'd watch that. He's I blind know, now, so I guess it's not that exciting. But we'll see. Maybe he gets his sight back. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, that's all I got for it. So, if you have any other cool 
Fun facts about Father Delaney are going blind because the demon hates you. You can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. Well, yeah, my Facebook. <laughs> Allentown presents. Uh, yeah, on Facebook, it it links it up instantly. So listen to it on there. We're getting a ton more like listens. The first episode of the Halloween Halloween Screamathon, I think, it's up to 100 downloads, and it's not even was just a week now. More than a little more than a week. Yeah. So it's going great. Like keep it up, guys. It's it makes it makes it look good. You know. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got friends out there. Um, thank you, Studio Fitas, for the artwork. It's really nice. I love it. Um, there will be more thanks later. More things will be added. So we'll do get to there. Um, but no, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back very soon tomorrow, 24 hours, uh, with another scary film. So there's some really good ones coming up. Uh, the new Halloween's coming out in a few days. That's mm-hmm. going to be legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be damn good. And there's a couple I've saved, just scary movies that it's like, I, I brought up to Katie and she's like, oh, I'm not watching it by myself. I'm like, okay. But there's some solid ones coming up and stuff. And my personal favorite scary movie of all time, we're going to watch it. So I'm very happy about that also. So thank you so much for listening and we'll be back tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye.